0: Welcome to the Real Estate Guys Radio Program. Is your retirement account where it needs to be? Ah, don't ask me that question. Well, today, we're going to talk about how you can take control of your retirement account and invest in real estate or precious metal or lots of other things that can really prepare you for retirement. Today on the Real Estate Guys Radio Program. Are you achieving everything you want in life? What if there was a time-tested way to ensure that 2013 is your best year yet? The most successful people in life set goals and keep themselves accountable, but how? The good news is that it's not rocket science. You too can learn the skills and unleash the motivation that will create success in your life. And now is the time. Hi, this is Robert Helms, and I'd like to personally invite you to attend Creating Your Future, the 2013 Goals Retreat, January 11th to 13th in beautiful San Diego, California. This unique weekend event has been called phenomenal, inspirational, and life-changing by the hundreds of people that have attended. Read what they've said and find out more at realestateguysradio.com and click events. Or call 888-489-7723, extension 18. Get your life back on track physically, spiritually, and financially. Attend the 2013 Goals Retreat on the second weekend of the new year. Click events at realestateguysradio.com. This is no dress rehearsal. Live the life you were meant to. Visit realestateguysradio.com or call 888-489-7723 extension 18 today. Welcome to the Real Estate Guys radio show. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Thanks for tuning into the program today. Let's meet the Real Estate Guys. First, our co-host, financial strategist, Russell Gray. Hey, Robert. Hey there. And the man that we call the godfather of real estate. He's been investing in seven different decades, Bob Helms.
1: Hey, great to be with you guys today. It's fun to be back on the show.
0: Yeah, we've had you for a couple of weeks in a row. My goodness, this is great. Your travel schedule has slowed down enough to allow you some time in the studio, and we appreciate it. You know, when you look at the ability to get into great deals today and there's so much on sale and there's property below replacement cost and there's great opportunity. Many of us look in our checkbooks and go, "Um, I'm missing something. If you have run out of money, if you are stuck and you can't get any further, we're going to talk today about an underused asset that may be able to get you to where you want to go.
2: Yeah, back in the day when I would do consultations with people, I would sit down and they would prepare their uh, financials and we would go over them together and looking at someone's balance sheet assets and liabilities, We'd look for things. You know, what do we have to work with? There'd be equity in properties. There would be uh, stock and bond portfolio. Uh, Equity in properties. What does that mean? Yeah, exactly. Back (laughs) in the day when there used to be equity in properties. It's coming back, though. Equity's coming back. Equity is happening again. Equity is definitely happening. Um, So and then, of course, you'd have people with retirement accounts. And, and, you know, a lot of the time I spent some time as a registered rep, I used to sell mutual funds, and I'd go talk to companies about setting up retirement programs where people would be able to invest their money through their employer into their retirement program. And a lot of those programs get set up in such a way that the individual investor really has next to no visibility or control, very limited options in terms of what they can invest in the custodian, or the employer often decides what those things are either by what they will or won't offer. Uh, You don't really understand the fees that are necessarily involved because those are kind of buried inside. I just read a survey the other day, 70% of people think that they don't pay any fees for their 401k at work. And that's not true. The fees are buried inside the paperwork, just like the mutual fund industry used to, you think, oh, I got a no-load mutual fund, but you'd have these hidden fees in there. So it was a no-load fund on the sales end, but on the management side, it carried big loads, and that really put a drag on the ROI or the return on investment inside those funds. So you see people out there with uh, these retirement accounts, they've, in their mind, have completely written them off as though that's just money that's just there. It's like play money. It's not even real money because I can't get to it. I can't do anything. I don't have any discretion over it. And it's amazing, even after all these years of talking about it and all the people out there who are doing education – how many people still believe that?
0: I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One is obviously they aren't educated about the specifics. But but even more so, you, you hit on it. The way that people view their retirement funds, it, it's a philosophy they have that because it's for a rainy day, because it's for the retirement, that they don't treat it the same. Just from a, a mental point of view. When I go out and I earn money this month and I have a budget for the things I need to spend and the investments I need to make, that's very immediate, and it's very tangible, and I can chart it. But but for whatever reason, people throw money into a retirement account, and it sits there, and they hope it's going to outperform inflation. And they entrust it to someone who's supposedly a professional who's there managing it, sitting there night and day, making sure that it turns into more. Of course, most people's 401k today is a 201k, <laughs> because it's not what's happened. And the traditional investment market is geared completely in the wrong direction for
2: us. Yeah, well, I mean, the good side is is that when you put money in a retirement plan and you let go of it and you don't think of it as being available for you to use then that's good it's safer because you don't you don't get in there and spend it well and it's not available for you to use it's just most people leave it to somebody else's control well that's the point that's the dark side of that mentality the dark side of the mentality is is that you don't feel any personal responsibility to make that money do anything I think the lesson in today's show is really the importance of understanding that when home equity has gone away, uh, even though the stock market is kind of coming back, a lot of people would say that could be somewhat volatile. But even if it wasn't, you know, if you bought at the very bottom, yes, you know, you still have kind of the decade of nothing. I mean, it's a little bit up after 12 years from 2000, uh, if you wrote it all the way out, but it's not anything anybody would write home about in terms of uh, a return for that period of time. So Well, and
0: again, when they talk about that, it's all about averages and the Dow and the S&P. And hardly anybody owns that. What you owned, right? So I was fortunate enough to be an Apple user way back when, and I bought a bunch of Apple stock at $22, and it did a stock split, and so now I'm in an 11, and even though it's gone down $100 or whatever in the last few months, I'm fine, thank you very much. But I'll tell you what, most of the other stocks I invested in, and as a real estate guy, I didn't do too much of that, but some, right? Because coming from Silicon Valley, you pretty much had to. It was a requirement. We met people, a lot of our, our listeners and a lot of people coming to events were working for these companies, and I thought, well, wow, they're good people, and they're going to work, and let's invest in some good local companies, and most of them, you know, they're worth a tenth of what, what I bought them for, but that little one with the little Apple on it's doing doing really well. But but I'm no rocket scientist, you, you know, so you can say that, well, it's averaged X percent, but nobody 's average, either you lost your butt or you 're doing well.
2: well, I think the point is there's a couple of points. One is is that from a mentality perspective, I think it 's important that people take personal responsibility for managing their retirement and making it work, at least understanding what it 's invested in, how those investments work, and then I think if you 're going to do that pick investments that you do understand I mean this when you bought Apple stock you understood that they had great products right and you felt like okay well this is a great product and if I like it then probably a lot of other people will like it and a company that has products that a lot of people like will probably do well over the long haul you know I don't know that that's a Wall Street level you know asset Uh, and I used to
0: see Steve Wozniak at a lot of concerts
2: (laughs) well there you go so you knew he had good taste but, the, you know, the point is, is, is that it's important, I think, if you're going to take responsibility over your retirement or over any of your investments, that you really understand what you're investing in, how it works. And, you know, I like to have things that I have more control over than less. And a lot of the products that come out of Wall Street, I don't feel like I have really any control over don't have a lot of visibility, and worse than that, I feel like there's a lot of shenanigans that go on with market makers and insider trading and information that I'll never see or have any ability to use on for my benefit.
0: No, you think?
2: Yeah, so... Uh, you know, I just think there's, obviously, I mean, I'm a real estate guy, and so I just think that there's a, a lot of better things you can do, and, and a lot of people think, oh, I can't do that on my retirement account, but that's not true. You can, and uh, that's part of what we're going to be talking about today.
0: Well, let's just talk about this whole idea of your retirement account. It is it is set up so that when you retire, if that ever happens, but when you're older and you need income and you need to have access to capital, you're going to have some. So the idea of it is, makes a ton of sense. Just like the idea of Social Security makes a ton of sense. Often the implementation is not what works. Now, Bob, you've been investing in seven different decades. When you started investing and bought your first property in the late 50s, it was a very different environment. But even then, you knew that real estate could provide long-term income.
1: Yeah, interestingly enough, I worked for some of the big Silicon Valley companies in those days. The first 20 years of my career were spent doing that. So I had some company plans I never took much in the way out of retirement dollars out of them because I... I didn't stay with it long enough, but part of this idea that the money isn't yours to use is fostered by the employer who puts together the plan, usually makes a contribution to you. So what do you do? If they're making a contribution, that sounds like the great thing. Of course, I'm going to put all the money into it. I can because they're matching some of the dollars, etc. But the control is not yours, isn't envisioned as yours. And if it could be, nobody tells you that.
0: But that's about to change because when we come back, we're going to talk about self-directed retirement accounts. Now, if you think you've heard all there is to know about that, then you're going to want to stick around as you hear our guest today because he's going to teach you some new stuff. We've got a great show for you. Thanks for tuning in to The Real Estate Guys. More when we come back. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Need help with
3: your real estate investment portfolio? Check out the resources page at realestateguysradio.com.
0: Where you want to live, but invest where the numbers make sense. Even better, invest where you have a solid team to support you. We've been hearing great things about Memphis, Tennessee, and Terry Kerr from Mid-South Homebuyers. Since 2002, Terry and his team have been delivering turnkey rental property solutions ideal for out-of-area real estate investors. So if you're looking for affordable, trouble-free turnkey investment property, call Terry. Use our resource hotline at 888- extension 118 that's 888-510-6838 extension 118 or find them in the resources area of our website at realestateguysradio.com why is it that in every horror movie there's a pretty girl who goes into a creepy house and
4: heads down into the scary basement nothing good ever happens in the basement what is she thinking I feel the same way when I continue to see Americans dump billions into 401ks, IRAs, and mutual funds, even self-directed IRAs. On top of that, they continue to perpetuate the massive U.S. banking system by keeping large deposits at banks and using credit cards and other loans for purchases. Don't they realize what's going to happen? More profit for them and less profit for you. Nothing good ever happens in the basement. Now there's another way. Visit our friends at Paradigm Life by going to www.beyourbank.com and learn how to become your own banker today.
5: Hi, this is Steve Forbes. You're listening to The Real Estate Guys. Have fun. You'll learn something.
0: And welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program. No matter how you're listening to us, whether it's on the radio, on your personal device, on your phone, on your Apple computer, we appreciate it. And uh, we're talking today about taking control of your retirement account. It's one of the lesser utilized asset when it comes to investing in real estate. And yet for years, we've been helping people do exactly that, invest in real estate with their retirement accounts. Now, Russ, you have a funny story about a phone call that you got from one of those big companies that I think is going to set out, set this conversation in motion.
2: Oh, yeah. Way back in the day when we first started doing seminars together, I was out looking for unique content. And I came across a book on how to invest in real estate with your self-directed IRA.
0: Now, now first of all, I got I to gotta explain Russ Gray and come across a book. So let's say that you're uh, on Amazon, right? Where is where you found this book? Yep. And you're looking for a title like, you know, investing in real estate. Most of us look in the first 10, 20, 30, or 40 pages. That, now, you were gathering information real estate. How many pages did you have to go down to find this book?
2: I went i, I 30 or 40 pages. I mean, I went pretty deep. The hundreds, not not the top 10 or the top 20 or yeah. the top
0: 100. Hundreds of books down, you find this obscure book on investing with your IRA. This was 10 years ago.
2: Yeah, quite a while ago. And uh, so I, I went ahead and bought the book, it was $150. So I figured, okay, it was hard to find, it costs a lot of money, I'm going to find some kind of esoteric knowledge, you know, it was very cool, read the book, and then uh, actually went to a seminar put on by the guy who did it, and we ended up having him uh, speak at one of our seminars. And that- Several of our seminars. Yeah, several of our seminars. So after, you know, these these uh, reading the book and going to the seminar and spending time really studying the information and having the guy speak at our seminars, I started to get, you know, fairly knowledgeable about it. In fact, it ended up becoming my part of one of the presentations we did in our all-day uh, profitable real estate investing seminar so one day I'm just sitting in my office and I get a phone call from a, a guy who works for one of those financial planning companies oh let's call them, say American Express yeah. <laughs> don't leave home without them. and so the, the guy called me and uh, you know young kid and I, I remember I was in that business so I know they, they hire you they give you like you know a nickel's worth of training they get you on the phone and you start banging out the phone calls trying to get a hold of somebody and you're calling business owners and people like that and so of course I was a business owner so the guy called me up and he's asking me the questions, the leading questions like, well, you know, where do you have your retirement? How do you feel about how it's doing all the things you're supposed to ask? And I said, Well, you know, actually I use my retirement account to invest in real estate. He goes, Well, oh no, you can't do that. And I said, Well, no, actually you can. And he goes, Well no, I'm I'm pretty sure you can't. And I said, Well I'm I'm doing it. And he goes, Well, I've been told you can't do that. And I said, Well, where did you learn that? He goes, My company. And I said, Well, does your company sell real estate? And he says, No. I said then of course they told you you can't do it because it doesn't feed their agenda. I said, well, our, our company's big and it's huge and we get the best training. And I said, well, look, I'm just telling you, I'm doing it. And so anyway, he puts me on hold and he goes, gets his supervisor, supervisor comes, no, you can't do it. So he, he goes away and then he calls me back like half an hour later. I talked to a financial planner. I talked to the guy in our you know compliance department and they said, absolutely, no, you can't do it. And I just said, look, you, you know, you got to go outside of your box if you want to get the information. And that's kind of the moral of the story, right? Well,
0: and I think the big picture is, and, and Bob alluded to this, that we've been trained from the time we were little employees that that's not what that's for. You put that money over here and sometimes the company matches it and then you must buy these mutual funds or these stocks. And and we just accept that, when in fact, that is not the
2: truth. Again, just coming, coming from having been in that industry, one of the things that I've learned is that most of the marketing and most of the financial advising that goes on, which is lightly veiled salespeople giving advice to the extent that it leads you down a path, is really designed to push money to Wall Street. It's to get you to buy stocks, bonds, mutual funds. And what cracks me up is that, you consider this to be when you buy real estate or precious metals or things that are real and tangible. Those are called non-traditional. Alternative investments. What's more traditional than real estate? What's more traditional in terms of money than gold or silver, right?
0: Dirt has been around for a long, long time, as has ores and minerals.
2: Traditional investing is, is today considered to be these pieces of paper you buy that certify your ownership. And, and derivatives of and those derivatives. pieces of paper. <laughs> and that's, that's considered to be traditional and non-traditional things that are real and tangible. It's just so ironic to me. So it may seem, I mean, you know, you get some people out there that are familiar with the matter. They're like, oh, I already knew this. That's true. But you have to understand that you, you listen to this kind of show, you're going to know those kind of things. But the vast majority of people out there still don't know. And if you are going to go raise money, if you're looking for investment partners, if you're looking for capital from non-traditional sources, your ability to educate people and you're going to have to fight against the advice they're getting from some of their financial advisors who believe with everything that's in. This kid was sincere. He believed it. It's like, oh, no, you can't do that, sir. Well, I'm well, yes, I can. And I know I can. I got a CPA. I mean, I, I know that I'm I'm not breaking the law here. It's nothing I'm doing wrong. It's fine. But you're going to have to learn how to work through that if you want to have access to the capital. And that's really the big moral of the story. There is millions, hundreds of millions, billions, maybe trillions. I don't know. It's a big number. There's a lot of money out there locked up in these accounts, hidden behind misinformation and a mentality that says that I'm going to invest in traditional, which is... You know, vaporware, as far as I'm concerned, assets. And I don't have that money available to buy things that I understand I control that are tangible. Not true. That money is available getting out there and educating the public and helping them put that money to work is one of the biggest opportunities in real estate investing, my opinion, right now.
0: So there's two frames of reference to have on this. One is if you have money in a retirement account, you want to put it to use. It may be sitting there in an old 401k rollover or something, just doing nothing or very little, or maybe it's lost value, or maybe it's eking ahead at barely inflation, and you want to put those assets to, to work. Just last week, I talked to a guy who had a whole bunch of money in a retirement account and just assumed it had to stay there. Turns out it was from his past job. We talked all through IRA rollover and and he's going down the path of a checkbook IRA, which we'll talk about before we're done. Just a little bit of education. Now, it's not my business. I just, hey, you ought to think about this, right? Now, the other point of is is the one that you brought up, Russ, which is today a lot of folks are looking at raising capital to do deals. There's so many deals out there. A couple of weeks ago, we had Sam Freshman on the show, world-class promoter, syndicator, a guy that goes out and raises hundreds of millions of dollars for projects. He relies on some people who have cash, but a whole lot of people that use their retirement account. What is your retirement for? It's to put some money away today so later when you need it, it will be there. Does that have to be through a stock in a company that may or may not be there, well, I just heard today that Hostess, who's been in bankruptcy for for I guess a, a few months, is is now they've had a work stoppage. That's what you do when your company's in bankruptcy, right? You know, get the unions together and stop working. They're going to be gone. Ho Hos and Twinkies are out of there. I mean, we're done
2: now. Part that's of the- because they're being managed by ding dongs. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That was a real zinger. Wow. So so part of that's great, right? Because for the health of the world, we probably don't need to be eating, you know, chocolate dunked Twinkies. Like they have a name for those, two crocodiles or something. Anyway, but the point is that companies go out of business like that. Real estate is real. Gold and silver, real. There's things you can invest in today. So part of this is going to be about your education, and part of it is if you're looking to
2: raise capital. What an amazing source of capital. You know, absolutely. Again, I mean, there's been some rumors kicking around, you know, whether you subscribe to this or not. There, there are people who are saying, hey, the government right now, the U.S. government is so starved for money that they may uh, actually nationalize individual retirement accounts and 401ks and force all that money into government bonds. We had Ron Hahn on
0: our show three years ago talking about yeah, that, saw, and now lots of people are talking about I it. I
2: saw some articles and I actually did some homework in preparation for today's show, and I found uh, a website that's supported by a lot of the big unions, a lot of the, the people that put forward you know, kind of more I don't know that socialist is the right word, but more liberal, if you will, policies. And I started thinking about it. And there's definitely people out there advocating for that type of thing, for the government to be a lot more involved, kind of like Social Security, too. But if that were to happen, the result would be that all of these portfolios would have to be liquidated and converted into treasury purchases. What would that do to the stock market? Decimate it. It would decimate it. For that reason, I don't think it would happen. But if it did happen... That's what would happen. And the idea is how much control do you have over that? Zero. Zero. And, you know, when you think about the idea that a retirement plan is, you know, especially if you've got 20, 30, 40 years, it's designed for the long term, what better investment can you think of over a 20 or 30 or 40 year period than gold and real estate? Really, if you think about it, I mean, properly structured, if you use leverage improperly, real estate can can really bite you. Um, but we're talking just just looking at the value of the property. I mean, if you just look at the world and go, you know, do I think that a house, wherever, is going to be worth more in 20 years than it is right now? How much more and how stable is that? How real is that compared to hostess, <laughs> hostess <stock? laughs> yeah. or Montgomery Wards or Enron or WorldCom or on and on and on. Pets.com is right up there. Yeah, exactly.
0: All right. Well, uh, in addition to being able to invest in these non-traditional assets like silver, gold, real estate, uh, it turns out that in your U.S. retirement account. Now, so far we've been talking about terms like IRA. That's really a a individual retirement account. And depending on where you live, there are they come by different names. Superannuation or in different countries there. But they most countries have this same type of tool available. Available. And you'll have to check with a tax professional in your area to make sure that you understand what actually can be invested in through this. But we're going to give you a lot of resources before we're done. And when we come back, you're going to meet our guest who specializes in helping people unleash their IRAs to be able to invest specifically in offshore real estate and other non-traditional assets. You're going to enjoy that. We're also be a real estate trivia. When we come back, I'm your host Robert Helms. We're the Real Estate Guys
3: live nationwide you're listening to the real estate guys find out more at realestateguysradio.com
6: you already know that dallas fort worth is one of the strongest real estate markets in the country now all you need is a great source for turnkey properties great news Wilson Investment Properties has been providing fully renovated, rented, positive cash flow properties to real estate investors for over 10 years. Founder Tom Wilson is an avid investor himself. With over 200 units of his own, you know he understands what investors need. Contact Tom and his team at 888-510-6838, extension 123. Or send an email to wilson at realestateguysradio.com
4: Hi, this is Kendra Todd, winner of The Apprentice, and you're listening to The Real Estate Guys.
0: Welcome back. To the Real Estate Guys radio program. I'm your host, Robert Helms. Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget, coming up in February, it's the secrets of successful syndication. Your opportunity to learn how to put together big deals and make big profits. Very excited to have Sam Freshman on the faculty this time around. All the details on our website at realestateguysradio.com. Right now, it's time to play Real Estate Trivia. Your chance to win a prize by knowing today's Real Estate Trivia question, which is kind of a good one. It has to do with our, our topic, of course. And, and here's what you're going to do. When you hear the question and you think you know the answer, or want to take a guess, quickly fire off an email to trivia at realestateguysradio.com trivia at realestateguysradio.com. When you do, include the answer to the question, plus your name, use your real name, and your physical mailing address, so that if you're the winner, we can send you a copy of our book, Equity Happens. We'll even autograph it for you. That is today's prize. We give away the first one to the first person with the right answer, typically someone listening on the radio, and then we take all the correct guesses for the week, have a drawing for a second book, so that if you're listening on the podcast, you still can win as long as we get your entry before next week's show. Last week on the Real Estate Guys show, our Thanksgiving edition was is an amazing show. And if you haven't a chance to uh, hear our interview with Rita last week, go back and let's do inspirational stuff. Here's what we ask. Name the top three cities in India by population. The answer, number one, Mumbai at 18.4 million people. Number two is Delhi at 16.3 million people. And then Bangalore at 8.5 million people those are the top three cities and lots of folks there here's our real estate trivia question for this week we're talking retirement i'm trying to think of something that has to do with real estate and retirement and so forth here we go which u.s state has the highest life expectancy Which state in the U.S., if you live there, are you expected to live the longest, therefore needing the most retirement income? That's the connection. It's loose, I know. But if you know or want to take a guess, which U.S. state has the highest life expectancy, uh, send us the answer quickly to trivia at realestateguysradio.com. And who knows, you might be uh, the proud owner of an autographed copy of Equity Happens, Building Lifelong Wealth with Real Estate. We're talking about taking control of your time and account and using it to invest in things like real estate. Our guest today has uh, been specializing in that for a whole bunch of years. His name is Larry Grossman. He is the Managing Director of Sovereign International Pension Services. He graduated cum Laud with a Bachelor of Arts degree in Business Management from Eckerd College. Went on to attain the Certified Financial Planner designation and uh, as well as the Certified Investment Management Analyst Award He's got 18 years experience specializing in domestic and international financial planning. Larry has a number of unique accomplishments. Probably the one that we're most interested in is he was probably the first financial advisor in the country to develop a compliant method for helping clients take IRAs and pension plans offshore for asset protection and greater investment diversification. When we come back, you have a chance to meet Larry Grossman. Stay with us.
5: Hi, this is Crystal Dwyer Hansen, founder of CrystalVisionLife.com, and you are listening to the real estate guys.
6: As investors survey the country for markets and properties that will perform well for them over the next five to ten years, one market in particular stands out. That's Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta was the second fastest growing MSA throughout the last decade. It's home to the world's busiest airport and has one of the highest concentrations of Fortune 500 companies in the country. Atlanta is expected to add 100,000 new people every year for the next 10 years, and just next year alone Atlanta is predicted to add over 50,000 new jobs. Now what if I told you you could buy fully renovated, leased and cash flowing investment properties in this market for half a replacement cost? That's right, three and four bedroom homes in good suburban neighborhoods that can be purchased completely renovated for 70 dollars to $90,000. At Georgia Residential Partners, this is exactly what we do. We've been helping investors all over the country make solid real estate purchases in Atlanta for almost seven years. Call us today at 770-924-5450 or check us out online at gainvesting.com. Hi, this is Lawrence. You're chief economist with National
4: Association of Realtors, and you are listening to the Real Estate Guys.
0: And welcome back to the Real Estate Guys radio program. It is my pleasure to introduce you to Larry Grossman, who's got something you're going to want to hear about. How are you, Larry? I'm doing great. Pleasure to be here. Thank yeah, you. Thanks for sharing your time with us. Now, we obviously have a lot of folks who listen or are interested in real estate investing, and and one of the lesser known places you might look for acquisition capital for real estate is retirement funds. And you guys actually have kind of a niche here. And And this is really pretty fascinating stuff. So someone who's interested in not just real estate, but investing in non-traditional assets using their retirement funds, what's that all about?
5: Well, I'd have to say we're one of the few IRA administrators left that allow clients to do what you would call true alternative investments. Things like real estate, precious metals held, um, anything that a normal traditional custodian does not allow anymore, we allow it. So we have clients that have done all kinds of, alternative investment ideas in their IRA. Now, now, why is that? Why are
0: so many of the firms out there not interested in being, uh, allowing people to invest in these alternatives?
5: Um, I think there's a number of reasons. What happened in 2010 is the FDIC announced they were going to do an audit of all IRA bank custodians. In advance of that audit, they said, listen, for the sake of this audit, we're going to consider the following assets to be risky And it was anything that wouldn't have been a traditional stock or bond or mutual fund. Okay. And anytime they say something's risky, you know what that means to the bank. It's going to cost them more to hold that asset, a lot more reporting, a lot more trouble to follow it. And so what's happened post that audit is a number of custodians have not only said, will they not allow these kinds of investments anymore, some of them have flat out left the business. There's less IRA custodians than there used to be. So the focus has really become on what you would call trust custodians. Traditionally, there's been two kinds of IRA custodians, banks and trusts. Trusts don't fall under some of the same rules, so therefore they have a lot more flexibility in the kind of assets they're allowed to hold within an IRA. And that's who we work with and have worked with for a number of years was a trust custodian. Technically, we're what you would call an administrator. It's like the front office for the custodian. And our job is to make sure that when a client wants to do an alternative investment, it gets done in a legal and a compliant manner so it works within the IRA. And obviously real estate is one of the big ones, um, and that's what really brings us here.
0: Well, and you bring up an important point, and that is that there are requirements that you must follow when you're using your retirement funds that aren't the same if I'm using discretionary cash. So I have to make sure that if it's a retirement fund, I don't have things like current benefit and and so forth. Can you speak to some of those requirements?
5: Absolutely. That's one of our jobs is to act like the gatekeeper, and try and keep a compliant from doing something that would be considered a prohibited transaction and self-dealing is one of the ones we run into a lot of time with real estate you know when i first got into this a long time ago i thought "Oh, this isn't something i would ever run into and sure enough i really uh... failed to look at how people can creatively find ways to do things and where you run into it in real estate more often than not is two areas they want to be able to use the real estate today which is a no-no. The IRS says it has to be for future investment purposes only. Or they own a piece of real estate that's gone up in value, and they're trying to find a way to shift it into their retirement plan so they can defer taxes. And also a no-no. You can't buy or sell back and forth between yourself and your retirement plan. So we try to help people figure out what those rules are and do it the right way.
0: And it, it's crucial for a lot of reasons, but I think that with our, since there are fewer custodians that are allowing for, for this, it's not that it's not technically legal or available. It's just that it's not in their business model necessarily to do that. And you guys have kind of gone to the other extreme where you'll consider as many alternative investments as legally can be invested
5: using these funds. As far as I know, we're probably the only IRA administrator left that does not have any restrictions on what a client can do. Obviously, we follow the rules. Whatever the IRS says you can't do is prohibited. But beyond that, We still will work with you in helping you uh, construct the transaction that fits what you want to do. That's totally beyond maybe the normal custodians' realm.
0: All right, let's talk about the real estate specifically because one of the great things about what you guys do is you can structure uh, folks so that they can invest not only domestically but also internationally in real estate.
5: Absolutely, we have literally done hundreds and hundreds of transactions in real estate outside the United States, and we've had clients purchase property. in France and Panama and Ecuador and Belize and Nicaragua and you know Uruguay and the list goes on and on and on.
0: So if I'm looking to acquire an asset that's outside of my home country and I'm thinking about that, one of the things that's unique uh, really about the position you sit in is even though you have a personally, a financial planning background you guys don't give any advice as to the actual investment.
5: That's correct we're not in the investment business we won't give you investment advice no matter how much you beg me to give you investment advice, I won't do it. My job is to help you figure out how to do what you want to do in a compliant manner. Now, sometimes we'll run into people who they're literally are clueless as to what they want to do. They just know they want to go offshore. And we're happy to give them a list of other things other clients have done. But we tell them, look, point blank, you don't have to use this list. It's a starting point. We're not compensated if you use the list or don't use the list. It's just to help the person who I would say is somewhat clueless know which direction to go once they look outside the United States.
0: All right, so let's talk about compensation. Obviously, if someone's looking to use their IRA funds, they're going to have a a different custodian structure, perhaps. Uh, How is it that that gets covered and what are the costs associated with investing this way?
5: Uh, That's a great question because we're an IRA administrator. Our fee structure is bundled together with a custodian, so there's no additional fees. And it's a real simple matter. What we do is we charge people $250 one time to get the IRA set up. And honestly, that just covers the amount of time we've got involved to get an IRA from wherever you have it today to the new custodian. And then on top of that, we're going to have an annual IRA custodial fee, just like any other IRA custodian does. It depends on the value of the account. The minimum annual IRA fee is $325 a year. We cap the maximum annual IRA fee at $1,650, so somebody with a really large account is not going to get penalized. And then the only other things people typically might run into is, you know, a wire transfer fee or some fees that are de minimis, but basically it's a very straightforward, totally transparent fee structure, and that's, we find the best way to keep clients happy.
0: Now if someone has, say, a old 401k from a job they've left or something like that, you can help them roll that over into a self-directed account?
5: Absolutely, the first thing they're going to want to do is get it outside of the existing 401k, because undoubtedly there's restrictions as to what they can do and we turn it into a totally self-directed IRA rollover, which they have the freedom to invest any way they want.
0: Now, even though it is your retirement account, and so there are these rules, the self-directed part is, is what's interesting. You're counseling somebody about how they take an investment they'd like to make using their IRA funds and then following these, these rules. So there's a procedure they have to follow where it's not them necessarily directly dealing with, the say, the, the vendor of the property. Instead, there's a protocol that you guys help with.
5: It can really be both. It depends a little on the transaction. Traditionally, at the onset, they're the ones that are dealing with the vendor because they've gone out, they found the project, they let them know they want to buy it within their IRA. But after that, then, they're not really sure how to go about all that. And what we ask is they just give us a copy of the contract or the contact information for the vendor, and then we'll step in and say, okay, we're going to help get this done in the client's IRA. And once all the transaction's closed, we step back out of the picture again. We just want to make sure that all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed and it's done the right way in the IRA. Now, within their
0: IRA, they may decide to invest in multiple properties or multiple types of investments. How do you handle that part of it?
5: There are no restrictions. They can buy as many different things as they want with their IRA. And they can have any kind of real estate you can imagine, from raw land to apartment buildings to a business. It can really be any kind of property.
0: Now, how about leverage? Say they find an opportunity, they want to buy offshore real estate, and maybe the seller's willing to carry part of it as a, as a loan. Are those kind of transactions
5: allowable? Those kinds of transactions are allowable. We don't see them as much as we used to back in the day, but they are allowed. The real key is you're not allowed to pledge the assets of the IRA as the collateral for the loan. So if you have a lender, and most often times it's a project manager, if the project is willing to lend money and maybe they're just going to say that the the real estate itself is security for the loan, then that's absolutely allowed and we still see that from time to time.
0: All right. what are the biggest questions people have, Larry, when they sit down with you and maybe they're new to this type of investing, what are the things that people would need to know?
5: You know, they usually ask me, is it safe? Um, Is it allowed? What are the fees? And those are really all the things that we've talked about, except maybe the security of it. And obviously, security is really important. Um, Most important thing for me, from a security standpoint, that people don't think about is that it is allowed, it is legal, so that makes the transaction secure. And then ultimately, you know, the custodian's not holding the assets. The money's going to be wherever the client decides they want to put it. If it's in a piece of real estate, well, they gave the money to the seller. You know, the asset they now have is the real estate. Nobody's going to be able to take that from them, so it's totally secure. So security comes from what the client ultimately wants to do as far as an investment goes. And then again, like I said, our job is just to make sure it gets done the right way.
0: Now, a lot of people interested in precious metals here. Can I own gold and silver and things in my uh,
5: self-directed IRA? You you absolutely can. We have clients who have done things like they have a foreign bank account. Maybe they've hired an asset manager in another country. They want to have precious metals held outside of the United States in in a vault or some other fashion. Um, we've had clients do things even as exotic as a reforestation projects in Panama. You name it, you really can do it. And people seem to be very creative when they're looking at what they can do with their IRA. If, if they've learned, it can be outside of the box.
0: All right, great stuff. So, Larry, I'm sure folks are going to have questions. How would they get a hold of you and find out more?
5: Uh, great. The easiest way to do that is our website, which is www.offshoreira.com. So it's nice and simple. Fits with what we do. Uh, my email address is L. Grossman at Offshore IRA, and of course, you can always call us uh, by phone. We have a toll-free number as well as direct. Easiest thing to do is really find us right on the web. You'll find hundreds of articles that we've written about the topic, that topics that have been published. And uh, the company name probably would help. It's Sovereign International Pension Services.
0: All right. Well, we sure appreciate the information. Uh, Great stuff. And uh, glad to hear that uh, you're offering the service that so few people are. So thanks for being with us today.
5: Great. I wish you luck here at the conference. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Larry. I'm your host, Robert
0: Helms. with the Real Estate Guys.
3: Real estate investment advice right in your mailbox. Sign up for the free Real Estate Guys newsletter at realestateguysradio.com.
5: Hi, this is Peter
0: Schiff, and you are listening to The Real Estate Guys. Welcome back to The Real Estate Guys radio program, downloaded now in more than 160 countries. Thanks for tuning into the show. Uh, Interesting stuff. Now, we've been around IRAs a long time, and I think we picked up some good stuff from Larry today.
2: Yeah, I thought it was interesting that he said that the FDIC is auditing IRA custodians. Yeah. And, you know, it just goes back to that whole thing about... You never really know what the government's up to or what their motives are, so I'm not going to go all conspiracy theorists. But it drove some people out of the business, is what Larry said. Yep. And it really made the notion of compliance a higher priority. Uh, you talked about at the top of the interview that uh, Larry has— Uh, specialized in helping people be compliant when they move their assets offshore. Obviously, you know, we follow a lot of stuff that goes on offshore, and there's been a lot of moves to make moving assets offshore, at least as far as the United States government is concerned, more difficult. You know, you've got uh, the FATCA, and uh, the Foreign Account Tax Compliance Act is what it's called, and then FBAR, which is the Foreign Bank Account Reporting Act, I believe it is. And, uh, you know, the history of what went on with the, the Bank of Switzerland and and all of that uh, harassment, if you will, that they got from the IRS trying to figure out who has offshore accounts and so on. So it's certainly um, become more important to understand how to do it according to the rules. They're not taking away your right, at least not yet, to do these things. But what they're doing is they're making it more difficult. They're making it more difficult for the people who provide the services, and they're making it a little bit more complicated for you to do it. And, you know, you got to ask yourself why. Most of what is considered to be safe, secure, traditional, preferred, promoted – is to really drive stuff into Wall Street. You know, so you hear the back and forth politically, we just came out of a big politically charged campaign, right? You get some people go, oh, it's the one percenters, right? And then you got the other people, oh, it's the unions and it's the whatever, right? It's the rich and the poor, the big guy and the little guy, whatever it is. The end of the day, I think Wall Street and the banks and the government kind of are all in cahoots to try to really control what we do. And most of that isn't through laws and things that take things away from us. It just, they muddy the water. And a show like this is great. And guys like Larry who stay in the business and continue to focus on not circumventing the law, but how do I comply with the law and do it properly? The good news is you can. You can get your money offshore. You can get your retirement account secured in assets that are offshore. Peter Schiff, who's coming on the summit uh, next year, is a big advocate of uh, foreign stocks he feels like the US economy's got some real uh, weaknesses and that you're better off in in foreign stocks okay well I'm not a stock guy I'm gonna learn from him I don't know that I agree or disagree but the point is His concept is, hey, diversify outside of the United States, diversify your portfolio into other jurisdictions. Well, if you're a real estate investor, how do you do that, especially if you're trying to use your retirement account? Larry answered that question for us.
0: Yeah, good stuff. And the fact that, you know, that's what really their focus has been. I mean, it's right there in their website, which is offshoreira.com. You don't have to just invest in stuff offshore, but it's obviously a need, and it's one of these interesting areas. And often when people are looking at U.S. tax law or Australian tax law or Canadian tax law. They're looking at what can we invest in and where is there a favorable investment? Can I do a 1031 outside of the U.S.? Can I take my U.S. retirement funds and invest in China? There's lots of big questions like that. And firms like Larry's are out there to to answer this. What you've got to do is decide to take control of your retirement fund and then get educated about it. Throwing it to a different guy than throwing it to the last guy doesn't mean you've taken control, but you have a chance to step back and take control. Now, having said all that, we should point out that you may not have the discretion to move your retirement account. If you are currently employed with the employer who has provided the retirement account that you are participating in, unless it provides for something called in-service withdrawals, you're not likely to be able to invest in real estate with it. What you're really talking about is individual retirement accounts and rollovers from previous companies.
2: Well, again, you look at an environment where a lot of people have lost their jobs and it's really a great opportunity because when you lose your job, even though that's not necessarily a good thing, you also have freed up your 401k because now it's eligible for a uh, rollover into an individual, a self-directed individual retirement account. And so now that money becomes available for you to take control of and begin to invest. And so, you know, I've known people that have actually, that was the tiebreaker. Do I want to work here? Do I not want to work here? Hey, I got a bunch of money sitting in my 401k I can't get access to. I want to make a change anyway. (laughs) Now I'm going to free up that money and be able to put it to work. So, you know, I think there's a couple of things. Big picture, you know, the concept behind retirement account investing, number one is about tax-advantaged investing. You're doing it so that you don't have to pay current income tax. Now, one thing to keep in mind is that You someday are going to pay tax unless it's a Roth situation. We're not talking about that like a 401k wouldn't be that way. And so down the road, when the money finally does come out, you are looking at ordinary income tax versus capital gains. So it's partly about diversification. It's partly about tax being tax advantaged. And those are two different approaches. And the third thing is it's about control it's about you understanding what you're invested in, knowing how it works and having more ability to have some direct input in the results of your investing. And of course, real estate is one of those things where you can actually literally make a difference in how well your investment performs. Whereas if I buy stock in Apple computer, I mean, I could buy a Mac and an iPad and an iPhone and, you know, promote and thankfully it. most people do. Yeah. But I mean, at the end of the day, there's nothing I can really do. It's going to be personally, a, personally it's really going to be up to the market and it's going to be up to the uh, executive team to make that company make a profit Um, but real estate is is definitely not that way it's something that i have direct control over so control tax advantage, and uh, diversification are really the three things we're talking about. Now,
0: make sure you didn't lose Larry's point about the one part of control that you don't have is you can't use the property. Don't buy a vacation property in your IRA and expect to go stay there because your retirement account is for later. That's the mentality. You don't get to use it now. You can take distributions at the appropriate time, but you can have no current benefit. And so for a pure investment property, it works great. For the home you live in, not going to work.
1: One of the things that's so powerful about this is that if you are in fact in control
0: of it, you get to make decisions without somebody else making them for you. Yeah, the way that your returns in your retirement account are treated are, are, are very different for the reasons that Russ talked about. So you might make an investment in a piece of property because there's current tax benefits or because there's positive cash flow or it doesn't need cash calls. Whatever the case is, your retirement account is a bit different. And so, again, getting back to this mentality, I don't necessarily wake up every day thinking about retirement account. Sometimes you invest in a note or in a piece of real estate or in some gold or something that you're just putting away for a rainy day. What we're urging you to do is to just be a little more active in the management of it. It's not every day, but it's also not once every 10 years.
2: Yeah. Think about things like this. Like, for example, a lot of times when we do uh, pro formas on a buy and hold piece of real estate, rental property, we factor in depreciation. Well, there's no benefit really of depreciation, at least in the current cash flow on a retirement account because you don't have any, there's no tax. Right. Currently. So... You, you, you have to think about the money that you're managing inside the account a little bit differently from a tax perspective. And so it's important that you understand those tax concepts. If you use leverage, you're going to have to understand things like UBIT, the unearned business income tax. Uh, and that's where you're going to have to have a CPA or a tax advisor who's experienced in those things. Uh, that's going to be important. Lending is a little bit different. You can get loans, but Larry mentioned you can't pledge the assets of the retirement account to secure it. So if you have a course loan made to the ira uh, then if that loan were to go into default whatever reason the lender can only take the property and nothing else and you have to understand the ramifications of what kind of paperwork you're signing you can't trust that your loan guy is going to know that Uh, and then of course you're typically going to pay a higher rate for that money because the types of lenders that will lend to an IRA are different than the types of lenders that are using Fannie, Freddie, government subsidized type rates. Of course, all rates today are great, but there's just, these are things, you know, before you run off and get all excited about having your retirement account, uh, there is a degree of education you need to put yourself through and a team of advisors that You want to have that are experienced in this type of investing.
0: Well, and it's a lot to grasp and there's a lot of great information out there. You can look for the books and the websites and all that and uh, we would encourage you to do that if you have any substantial uh, resources there or if you're looking to syndicate dollars and and look for retirement accounts because Rush, you made a great point earlier, which is that your prospects in terms of your syndications don't know they have this this great resource available. If you help educate them, and 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 you're not leading seminars necessarily, just pointing them to resources, uh, then that's a great way for them to get enlightened about it, and then consider maybe using retirement funds to to invest. Uh, the other thing is we've got a great report that has some information about it, which is a unique angle of this called the Checkbook IRA. Let's talk quickly about that.
2: Well, yeah, this is important because one of the hassles, if you will, of retirement account investing is the way it's traditionally been done is that When you go to do something, you have to direct your custodian. So if I say, well, I want to invest in this, you have to send a letter to your custodian, empowering them to write a check and purchase this asset and put it in your account, or execute this paperwork on your behalf, and blah, blah, blah. Creative people have come up with ways, that uh, it's my understanding, and I'm not a lawyer or a tax guy, but are compliant, where you can actually create a limited liability company where you have checkbook control. So you can actually execute the documents, fund everything that you need to fund, as you run this LLC on behalf of your, your retirement account. And so uh, our friend and attorney, Mauricio Raul, wrote a report called Introduction to the Checkbook IRA. And I believe you can get it just by simply sending an email to checkbook at realestateguysradio.com. That's checkbook at realestateguysradio.com. And our whiz-bang system will send it to you and you'll be able to read it and uh, learn.
0: Better than that, go to our website at realestateguysradio.com. Under Resources, you'll see special reports and listed among the many special reports is Introduction to the Checkbook IRA. And the reason you might want to do that is there might be some other things you might want to shop for there in terms of free reports. Lots of great information uh, on the website. So really today, you need to step back and think about your future. We talked about that uh, in kind of the global view last week. Now we're talking about your financial future and no longer can you leave the success of your retirement to somebody else. I think it really makes sense to get educated about it. Now, if you're thinking, well, I don't have very much money in my retirement account, Okay, doesn't hurt you to get educated today. It might not make sense for you to roll something over to an IRA because one of the things about these custodians, the many custodians who will help you with a self-directed IRA, is that their fees are a little higher. And the reason may not be obvious, but we'll explain it to you.
2: Yeah, the reason the fees are higher is because they're not making money on the investment. You you know, Larry went out of his way to say, look, I don't give you financial advice. I'm here to help you facilitate the transaction in a compliant way. That's it. So it's really, there's two schools of thought. There's, there's the folks out there who go, look, I want the government to take care of me. I just, give me, give me the government program, give me social security, give me the corporate plan. Uh, and there's other folks that are saying, well, you know what? I don't think anybody's going to care about me and my money more than me. And investing isn't rocket science. If you're investing in things that are, I think, tangible and you understand, and I think real estate should be right up there at the top of the list, uh, I want to take control over it. The great news is because these companies like Larry's company don't have any investments to offer, they don't have any agenda. And their websites are full of great education that really isn't anything other than specifically teaching you how to do this in a compliant way. And then outside of what you learn in terms of the retirement side is just understanding the investment. You listen to shows like this to learn about real estate investing. There's people out there who can teach you about gold and silver investing. You can learn how to buy distressed paper. There's all kinds of things you can do, foreign real estate. Private placements, pre-IPO stock, options, which are powerful. I mean, can you imagine if you were able to invest in a company before it went public with your IRA, and then you have that big liquidity event, huge capital gains, and no current tax?
0: Even art and rare cars and coins and all kinds of things can be invested using retirement accounts, and traditional custodians will not ever tell you about it.
1: One of the reasons you need to take the time to get educated is illustrated by what happens when you run out of money you start using other people's. You start doing syndications. So the point is, it doesn't matter if you don't have funds in your IRA. If you're planning to do a syndication, learn how this works so that you can, in fact, encourage and help the people who are candidates to join you figure out how this will
0: work for them. All right, time for some shameless self-promotion that may also help you. If you're interested in syndication coming up February 8th, In Los Angeles, California, it's the Secrets of Successful Syndication, our day-long event on uh, syndication. In fact, we do a fast-start bonus session the next day at no additional charge. If you're ready to get going right away, we think it's a great opportunity. If you're interested in offshore investing, you might want to come with us to beautiful Belize. We have just announced the new dates for the Belize Field Trips. In the new year, we've got uh, trips right out of the gate in January. So uh, check out our website at realestateguysradio.com under uh, events, and we'll also see some great real estate coming up on the 2013 Investor Summit. And here's a big announcement: joining us for the fourth year in a row. Rich Dad advisor and amazing real estate investor and best-selling author Ken McElroy will be back with us on the cruise.
2: Yeah, super excited about this. You know, Kenny has uh, become a fan since the first time he came and he adds so much value every time he comes because he's such a down-to-earth guy. You know, his humble beginnings as a property manager with his little two-bedroom duplex, uh, now hundreds of millions of dollars, one of the great syndicators ever uh, because when he ran out of his own money, he started uh, using other people's money. In fact, that's how he met Robert Kiyosaki. He was out there raising money, got Robert to invest in one of his deals, did a good job for Robert, and Robert has promoted him and helped Ken build his business. And we're very honored that Ken would take time out of his amazingly busy schedule and come spend an entire week with us, and he's so approachable. You'll have dinner with him, he'll teach seminars, you'll have conversations uh, on the ship and at the beach when we do our beach party. So if you've ever had the desire to get to know a very, very successful real estate investor on a personal level. You definitely want to be on board with us for the 2013 Investor Summit at Sea.
0: Not only that, uh, amazing uh, author and uh, prognosticator Peter Schiff is with us. Like him or hate him, a lot of people <laughs> recognize he's the one guy that called the real estate crash for what it is, and he's going to be a hoot nanny.
2: He's a hard guy to ignore. And the other guy we have that I'm super excited about, Mark Skousen. Mark Skousen is uh, named one of the top 20 living economists on earth yeah and you know we have a lot of things going on around the globe economically i mean the macroeconomics have, as i think we've talked about substantially on the real estate guys radio show over the last uh, three four years especially the last couple of years uh, have taught us that macroeconomics trickle down to main street real estate investing. It affects, I mean, look at, look at the interest rates, you you know, on mortgages right now. I was was just in the bank today and I, is it 3.6 something on a 30 year (laughs) fix? Unbelievable. And it's, it's understanding what's going on in the bond market, the macroeconomic level and what's going on with government debt and what the Fed is doing is the reason we have those low interest rates. You may say, well, what does that mean mean to me? Just sit down and do the math on the difference between five or 6% and three or three and a half or four percent. And you understand it's substantial. How long will it last? When will it turn? Will interest rates go up? What will that look like? What will be the warning signs? Guys like Mark and Peter are guys that have this amazing ability to foresee that and teach you not just what's going to happen, but why so you can begin to look at the tea leaves yourself and begin to get an understanding for which way the wind is blowing.
0: If you're a give a man a fish person, then stay home. If you're a teach a man to fish person, then come on the Investor Summit at Sea. And it's also, it's pretty fun, isn't it, Bob?
1: Wow, is it fun. You know, I've I've been on every single one of those we've done, and my plan is to continue to be on every one we've done. By the way, Russ, I had a quote this week on a 15-year loan at two and (laughs) seven-eighths. No
0: points. That's that's called free. That's less than inflation. They're paying you. They're paying you to They're take the money. They're paying you
2: to take the money. I mean when you factor in inflation, they are paying you to take the money. It is the most unbelievable environment we've had and Again, I just can't stress enough how important it is to understand the economics behind your real estate investing. And even more important,
0: ladies and gentlemen, is take some action. We do our best to bring you great guests and information and get your thought process going and stimulate you. But unless you take your education and you do something with it, it's not going to matter. Education for effective action is uh, our motto. And uh, we want you to do something with what you learn. That's the most important thing. If you haven't looked at your retirement account in a while, take a look and and maybe approach it from a different uh, perspective. Big thanks to Larry for being on the program today. Thanks to all the folks at our resource center for helping making the show possible. And thanks to you, our loyal Real Estate Guys listener. Tell a friend about the Real Estate Guys. And until next week, go out and make some equity happen.
3: This episode of the Real Estate Guys radio show is brought to you by Paradigm Life. Powerful cash management strategies using life insurance. Learn more at BeYourBank.com. Mid-South Home Buyers, low-cost, turnkey cash flow properties in Memphis, Tennessee. Corporate Direct, asset protection strategies for real estate investors from attorney and rich dad advisor Garrett Sutton. Find these and other great companies under the Resources tab at realestateguysradio.com. To learn how you can expose your product or service to the Real Estate Guys audience, call 888-489-7723, extension 4. That's 888 888- extension 4 or use the feedback page at realestateguysradio.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week right here on the Real Estate Guys radio show.